Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. A drop pass is sent back, and on Tiranta makes the save and will hang on on Clayton Keller's drive. Now Arizona trying to get something going and a chance. And another save from Ronce as Alex Kerfoot puts one up high. Now here's a chance coming in on the backhand and ringing the post is Natchez. And somehow it gets under Ingram and they'll get the whistle. Oh, Natchez was sprung and he rang the post. Now Burns with it. Burns to Ajo. A little bit in front of the Canes All-Star. And now Ajo will regroup. Taking a look. He'll drop it. Up top, Burns. Sent it across. Natchez, they score! Perfect. Marty Natchez. We're tied at one. A chance out in front. And a big save on Tiranta. Using the glove on Jason Zucker. Oh, 47 seconds left. Keynes will win the draw. Comes all the way back for Chatfield. He'll get it back in deep. That'll be on the stick of Drury. Now back for Orlov. Orlov. He scores! Dimitri Orlov picks the corner. 35.9 left. Forces Ingram to stay in the net. Can the Canes keep the puck here? They can't. Shot right on. Ingram with the save. Second chance. They score! Jesper Faust knocks it home. They're going to take a look at it. But right now, the Canes are up 3-1. to one. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. And welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. Hi, everyone. I am Adam Gold from PNC Arena, where we will not be for another 10 days. All-star break time, and what a good way to go into the break as the Hurricanes pick up a 3-1 win over Arizona that frankly should have been a lot worse than 3-1. You're just not going to see more dominance than we saw over the last two periods. It was amazing. I'm going to read you the numbers in just a second. Uh, Not that you need numbers to know what happened here for the last two periods, especially the last 20 minutes, but absolutely mind-blowing how one-sided it really was. We are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, You can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. Hope uh, if you'll contact them if you need anything for your home, exterior home improvement needs. Aluminumcompany.com. All right. Goal scorers tonight. Martin Natchez on the power play. That looked inevitable. We'll talk a little bit about that power play. Uh, There was uh, Natchez tied it up at one. Then Orloff, with 36 seconds left, makes it 2-1. And then Jesper Fostex on insurance 13 seconds later. It would have been absolutely criminal to get out of the third period without having scored a goal. 
criminal. It was that one-sided. It was ridiculous how dominant Carolina was in the third period. I just want to go back and confirm the number because the number did change a couple of times. Carolina had, as it turned out, 18 shots on goal in the third period. 18 to nothing. Yes. 18 to nothing shots on goal in the third period. All right, here are the, uh, first of all, I thought through 20 minutes, I thought it was a pretty even game. I actually thought Arizona was a little bit better than Carolina in the first two periods. Uh, Canes had some scoring chances, which I think skewed the way we might look at the period, but I didn't think Carolina was all that great. I think Rod Brindamore basically said it. It's like the first period was okay. To me, it was kind of a boring, blah period. Uh, And as I like to joke, we did not grow the game in the first period of this one. But over the last two periods, Carolina was... It was like they were playing against the House League team, but somehow still not really able to score. All right, so in the last two periods, here's the numbers. Shots on goal, 32-3, to including 18-0 in the third. 18 to nothing in the third period. Huh? Shot attempt, 67-18 to in favor of Carolina in the last two periods. Scoring chances. This is the, these numbers are courtesy of naturalstatrick.com. 33 to 6. <laughs> Great A's. 17 to 2. And somehow, somehow, Carolina got the power play goal from Natchez, which was a great play. Again, we're going to talk about the power play in a second. And then they had to wait until they were, were like in the last minute of the game before Orloff and Foss score back-to-back. What? It is what it is. That's how dominant Carolina was in the last two periods. Like, I don't know how Arizona was supposed to score without the puck. (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard. Although, they did it (laughs) against Pittsburgh uh, about a week or so ago. I don't know how many people saw that. Logan Krause, who's got, I think, 18 or 19 goals. Hold on. I'll get the official number. Logan Krause uh, has 19 goals, and number 19, actually, he scored while not even being on the ice. If you if you hadn't seen the highlight or read about it or heard about it, so Pittsburgh is playing out at Arizona, and it's a a delayed penalty that wasn't wasn't on Krause. I don't even know who the delayed penalty was on, but Krause was on the ice. When, uh, before the delayed penalty was called, but he got off the ice and he was the last person to touch the puck. And it was like 30 seconds in between, um, Kraus getting rid of the puck and the whistle blowing. Kraus leaves the ice. Chris Letang is trying to pass it to, uh, you have Jenny Mal- you have Getty Malkin in front it was very close obviously to the Pittsburgh net. The goalie is out because you have a delayed penalty. And Malkin mishandled the puck 
and it trickled across the goal line for a goal. And because the NHL rule is the last player for, they, they don't have owed goals in the NHL. The last player to touch the puck for Arizona officially gets the goal. And it was Kraus. Kraus wasn't on the ice. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, so Arizona, I guess, can score a goal without touching the puck. But they didn't have it in the last two periods. Just that was vintage Hurricanes hockey. So the Canes have now, five times in the last ten games, have yielded less than 20 shots. It's been less than, I want to get, hold on one second, get the number. 11 tonight, 12 against Detroit. Remember that game, 12 against Detroit uh, a few games ago. It was 19 against Minnesota. They lost that game. 16 against Anaheim, they won. 17 against the Capitals, they won. Like, other than the wild game, which happens, I guess, uh, they, uh, they've they been, like, they're getting, at least getting rewarded for their dominance, but there was a time tonight where we weren't sure that was going to happen. It was looking like one of those types of games. And I will say, very late in the period, it looked like Arizona had take, uh, gotten a shot on goal and then Ronta had to make a save. As it turns out, I believe uh, it was a quick shot that was wide. But it was one of the uh, one of the only opportunities Arizona had even remotely to get a puck past Ante Ronta. And again, that would have been criminal if you didn't win that game. It would have been absolutely robbery on the part of the Coyotes if they would have won that game in regulation. But even even Arizona's first goal was kind of fluky. I, I do want to get to the power play. But let me just get to the uh, the one goal that was kind of fluky. Um, this is, I don't know, what, 15 minutes into the game? It's really a poor line change by Drury, Natchez, and at that point, Nason. The lines flipped uh, early in the second period. Rod changed a winger, uh, exchanged wingers all over the place. But a poor line change by Natchez, Drury, and Nason, who went off the ice when the puck was basically in the neutral zone being advanced into the Carolina end. And what it did was it put Carolina a little bit behind the play, not necessarily in front of the net, but it was a Dylan, uh, Dylan Gunther uh, had the puck all alone on the right-hand side. So he was able to drift in and get a clean look on, on Tiranta. It wasn't a great shot, and it really didn't look like it was intended to even be a goal. I think he was shooting for a rebound, and it went off the right pad of Ranta, off of Logan Cooley's body and in. So, very fluky goal. But, I will assign some responsibility, not just to the poor line change, but if you're Michael Bunting, and you're skating down the middle of the ice, and Logan Cooley is in front of the net. Actually, you were skating with Logan Cooley. I said this the other day, when Orloff was with Kirill Kaprizov against the Wild, the game they lost. Like, that's that's a guy that somebody has to take responsibility for. Are you closest to that person? Yeah, then it's you. So Michael needed to stay with Logan Cooley. He needed to battle with him 
and keep him away from the left side of Ronta. And again, unlucky on the part of Ronta because he makes the save. Again, wasn't a great shot, but he kicks it he off the pad, off of Cooley's body, floats in, one nothing. Adam Golden Studio with my friend Jeff Monsine, who used to be the owner-operator of the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. His dad was as well. Sammy Hanna's now in charge. Let's talk about windows, or are they winders? I like to say winders because You winders, look like a winder guy. Yeah, but if you're thinking about custom-made windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, double-hung sliders, all the windows are insulated, super energy efficient, tilt-in for cleaning— Give the aluminum company a call. One of the great salesmen will come out, give you a free no-obligation estimate. Ryan can tell you a little can bit more. Can I talk more. to one of the great salesmen? Yeah, talk to him. I have Ryan Monsignor here. You know him. Do you have a favorite window? We do. My favorite's the double-hung window. Like Jeff said, it tilts in, easy to clean, and it's Energy Star rated, which means it's going to make your home a lot more airtight, a lot more energy efficient, too. Very good. I like airtight. I like energy efficient. And I like the fact that you called your dad Jeff. Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. 800-672-4348 and AluminumCompany.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, now to the power play, which was one for two tonight, I think, officially. So early in the power play, Natchez, who was on the top unit in the first period, but not on the top unit in the second period, or the uh, the third period. Uh, not first period, first power play. Second power play, Natchez was with the second unit. But Natchez had an early one-timer, and he, he basically chunked it. And it just, I mean, he got like 20% of it. And the puck, he elevated it at least, but it just kind of floated over the net. I mean, he just did, didn't hit it right. But Carolina kept the play in the zone the entire time. Burns gets the puck back, and he's at the top of the umbrella, and he could have gone right back to Natchez, which I thought was the would have been the play. Instead, he went to the other side, to Ajo. Eventually, the puck goes back to Burns, who gets it to Jarvis in the slot, who pushed it over to Natchez for the one-timer. That was a goal. Uh, but I would have gone right back to Natchez because, look, he's been super dangerous, whether it's from that spot or just in general. Boy, this Martin Natchez, the five games since coming back from the injury. Whoa, baby. Because it's not just the goals. It's that line has been awesome. Again, mostly it's been Drury with Natchez and Nason. The switch Rod made for, I have a theory, for uh, early in the second period was he took Martinook and moved him up with Ajo and Teravon. He took Bunting and he basically flipped Bunting and Martinook. And then he also flipped uh, Nason with no Bunting went to Bunting went to Drury and uh, and Natchez. So he didn't flip Martin Hook and, and Bunting, but Nason ended up with Kokaniemi and 
uh, Lemieux, and Jesper Foss bumped up to play with Jarvis and Stahl. So that line was essentially the same as it usually is because Martinook and Faust are very interchangeable. Uh, so that line basically looked the same. But I think he moved Martinook up there because they were kind of getting beat defensively a little bit, and that's the one part of M- Michael Bunting's game that has to get better. Now, I, think, I thought he played a pretty good game tonight, but defensively, he has to get better. Forechecking, he has to get better. Again, I thought we saw some positive signs there, but they need more of that from Michael Bunting. Whether he's a defensive guy or not, you don't really get to not be a defensive guy on this team. Ultimately, it will impact your ice time. Uh, but So I think that's why Rod did that. And, I mean, Bunting was still in a good spot. He's playing with two good players. Playing with Natchez and Drury. And, again, another good game from Jack Drury. By the way, the Canes had about two-thirds, one, one about two-thirds of the face-offs tonight. But, so Rod flipped his lines. And from the time he flipped the lines to the end of the game, yeah, it looked like it was a smart, <laughs> a, a smart decision. Um, but th- that first power play was really good. The second power play didn't like as much. Uh, Dmitry Orloff, by the way, drew that. He was a very deserving first star tonight. Uh, but, so Rod, who has basically stayed with the same lines. And when Andrei Svechnikov comes back to the team after the All-Star break, uh, I fully expect him to be playing with Ajo and Taravainen again. And then we'll see uh, We'll see Brendan Lemieux go back upstairs. But uh, I also thought we saw some decent signs from Kokaniemi tonight. I thought, I think he would. Look, nobody was bad. I mean, they dominated the game. Um, and if we could just spend two seconds just going, Jacob Slavin, you're really good. Uh, that that is it. That is it. Jacob Slavin is stupid good. I mean, was he one of the best three players on the ice tonight? Uh, he's probably the best player on the ice tonight, to be honest. And I think he was probably the best player on the ice Thursday against the Devils and Wednesday in Boston. He's been that good. Just. Where you'd be without him, I don't know. I don't know. But you don't have to worry about it because you have him. Um, gosh, he did so many good things. All right, Auntie Ranta tonight. We're going to look at the numbers, and you're going to go, well, 11 shots on goal. How good was Ranta? He was pretty good tonight. Um, he really was. He made some big saves early. The save, which you heard in the uh, the opening montage, uh, early save on Clayton Keller, really good. He had a good quick save. In this, uh, As a matter of fact, I used it, the save on uh, Jason Zucker. And the reason I used it, because that was the last shot on goal for Arizona. It came with about four minutes to go in the second period. That was the last shot on goal for Arizona. A monumentous occasion. But... Ronta's made seven starts since the new year. Seven. He's made eight appearances, seven starts. He relieved Kachetkov in the game where Kachetkov uh, took the shot. Who was that against again? I don't even remember anymore. I think it was against Anaheim. Uh, and Kachetkov went out. By the way, he's fine. 
Uh, he was the backup tonight. He'll be back on the ice. My guess is he'll start that first game against Vancouver. Just a guess. Anyway, Ronta's made seven starts in 24. He's 5-2-1. And, and in five of the seven starts, he has allowed two or fewer goals. I don't care what the underlying numbers are. If you make... If you have five starts where you allow two or fewer goals out of seven, I'll bet you the team's going to win a lot of those. A lot of those. Uh, one of them, they didn't. They lost in overtime. Lost in a shootout to St. Louis. He was great. That might have been his best game, to be honest. Um, but, again, five of his last seven starts, two or fewer goals allowed. Again, don't get wrapped up in the numbers and the percentages and all of that. His job is to give Carolina a chance to win. And he's done that. So all the other stuff with Ronta, which we like, the person and all of that, the way people feel about him, the way his teammates feel about him, that's all great. Uh, but his primary job is to stop the puck. And nothing else really matters um, as long as he's doing that. I mean, it, and, but it all, it all counts. It, it's part of who he is. And I don't want to stumble through this, but... His primary job is to give Carolina a chance to win, and he's done that. Uh, and good for him, man, because it's it's could, this could have gone the other way. Really could have gone the other way. Um, just a quick thing about goaltending. So, Kachetkov activated. Spencer Martin was not waived. Carolina recognizes this much. Right now, they've got, on their roster and in the NHL, They've got 13 forwards, seven defensemen, so you can carry a third goalie. And they're not worried about not getting Spencer Martin action. Spencer Martin is an insurance policy right now. That's all he is, an insurance policy. So as long as Kachetkov and Ranta are healthy, those will be your two goalies. Every once in a while, I can see Martin being the backup. So if Kachetkov starts, you could have Martin as the backup. You don't necessarily need Ronta to be there. Uh, and if it's a Ronta start, you could have Martin be the You could do that. I don't anticipate that being the case. I just think Spencer Martin is going to ultimately be uh, a pretty well-paid practice goalie for the most part. But he is a good insurance policy against, arguably, the inevitable injury to either Kachetkov or Ronta. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If Frederick Anderson comes back, Frederick Anderson comes back. Now, as we've said a thousand other times, what Carolina needs in the goalie market come the deadline, and we are about six weeks away, will be determined by how Kachetkov plays starting February 6th against Vancouver. If Kachetkov is pretty close, if he resembles the one we saw before taking the shot against the Ducks and going to, uh, uh, going to the infirmary, then if, they, if we see that Kachetkov, then you could argue that Carolina might just need somebody who could play. Just in case Ronta gets hurt and Frederick Anderson doesn't come back. If Kachetkov isn't good, if we have pre Ottawa Kachetkov, well, Carolina might need a legit goaltender. So it all depends on what Kachetkov is when he comes back. That'll determine what kind of goalie Carolina goes out to get. Um, Obviously, they're sitting pretty well right now. Two points out of first with a game in hand. Uh, Seth Jarvis had a couple of assists tonight. And here in his last 21 games, Jarvis has six goals and 13 assists. So, almost a point a game in his last 21. And I'm telling you, he should have scored twice tonight. He had a, a, a puck drop to him in the slot. And he couldn't beat Connor Ingram, who I thought played very well tonight. And he also took a power play shot from Ajo. Looked like it was like high up in the chest. Um, but the puck fell to him, but he spun. And he had a great look, just didn't score. So the puck's going to start going in for him pretty soon. And when that does, I wouldn't be surprised if, what does Carolina have left now? They've played, I think, 48 games. Let's get their right number. Hold on. The uh, Hurricanes have played 48 games. So they have 34 games left. I wouldn't be completely shocked if Seth Jarvis uh, piled up 40 points in the last 34 games. Wouldn't be shocked at all if he did that. He's been playing that well. He's essentially led Carolina's forwards in ice time over the last several weeks. It's been right there at the top. But Carolina's only got two forwards averaging more than 19 minutes on ice. Ajo and Jarvis. Been pretty good. Um, so Jarvis, 19 points in his last 21 games. This is since the Ottawa game. Ajo, 33 points in the last 21 games. He got shut out tonight. Four-game point streak is over. Uh, Martin Natchez has four goals in five games. I like the the other aspects of Natchez's game lately. 
as much or more than I like the goals. So there were a couple of a uh, couple of issues tonight. Again, he was part of the group, the uh, trio that went off the ice when they shouldn't have, uh, which led to the first, the only Arizona goal. But I think there's been so much more good than not with Natchez that it's such an encouraging thing because these games have become so important. Look, if Carolina was cruising at the top of the division early like they were a year ago uh, and two years ago, if they were just, I mean, pasting everybody and running away, then these games wouldn't be as critical. But because they've been in second and been in chase mode really since, well, before Christmas, but certainly since Santa, the games have taken on a greater importance. And while they're not playoff games, and Martin is still going to have to prove it in a playoff game, I just think it's a good sign that he won't shrink from the responsibility when we get into the playoffs. And if you could get, that's the, I'm not blaming Natchez for last year. I'm not blaming him for the loss to Florida. But for the most part, Carolina got to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. He had one, I mean, absolutely brilliant game, pretty sure it was in in the Devils series, where he made two plays that there are very few players in the NHL that can do it. He made just two great individual plays that led to goals for him. So, but this Natchez, the Natchez we have seen of late, has been just absolutely dynamite. Um, all right, uh, real quick, I, I don't know if I mentioned these numbers at all, but I'll just, I'll, I'll, throw them out there, and then we'll probably all I'll kind of peruse the comments. Since Santa Claus, the Hurricanes are 11-2-1. Started with the win on the road in Nashville. Tremendous. Since that game in Ottawa, and I, this is where I prefer to go back to because from that point on, other than the really bad game, and there were a couple of bad games, the one by Ronta against Nashville, which got him sent to the minor leagues, and the home loss to the Islanders where Kachetkov was bad. Other than those two games, Carolina's got really good goaltending. <laughs> I mean, was it always, you know, one of the three stars of the night? No. But there have been no nights other than those two games. Home against Nashville, home against the Islanders, where Carolina's goaltending didn't give them a great chance to win or dominate the game. So for all of that, man, that's just, that is pretty doggone good. So um, anyway, a lot of good things that we saw tonight. And now we get a chance to uh, just kind of relax for about 10 days. So, the uh, the Canes, a lot of players are getting on planes tonight or tomorrow morning, and they're flying off to some exotic locale. They're going to get like three or four days of sun or whatever, a beach or wherever you go. Talk to Brendan Lemieux. He's going to go visit his family in Florida. Uh, 
Rod's doing nothing. Hey, here's a plug. Thursday, Backyard Bistro in right what the shadow of PNC Arena right here. Kane's Corner, which normally is done by Mike Maniscalco, but he will not be in town on Thursday. I will be talking with the head coach, Rod Brindamore. So I wanted to come out and uh, say hey. So, um, yeah, Carolina's played great. And let's uh, let's hopefully see them keep it up when we get back. Uh, all right, so we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hannon and his crew do a great job. And if you have any home improvement needs to the exterior of your home, you can find it right there. Let me answer Vince's question. What will it take to pry Lindholm from Calgary? Drury? Natchez? If they wanted Orloff plus a cut of his salary, would you do it? Uh, I probably would, yeah. I don't know that... I mean, I as much as I wouldn't like it, I could see Jack Drury being a part of that deal. But to get a player like, like Elias Lindholm, a, you want to know you could sign him. Uh, B, it's gonna there's gonna be pain going the other way. Uh, I think for sure, Carolina's first round pick will be involved. I don't see any way you're gonna make that deal without a first without your first round pick being involved, and I wouldn't be completely shocked if it was a if there were other draft picks involved. I don't, for the, there's no way Calgary wants Orloff. Not on the, not with, even if Carolina eats some of the contract, which Tom Dunn is not going to do. Um, I think it's more likely that Calgary is, a uh, Drury definitely. I don't think they'd be interested in Natchez because Natchez is a free agent after the year and, it's going to cost probably $7.5 million a year to sign Natchez. And I don't believe Calgary is interested in that. I think it is likely a first-round pick, plus maybe another pick, Kokaniemi. Uh, and I, if I were them, <laughs> if I were Calgary, I would want Jalen Jatfield. Because Chatfield's not going to be expensive next year, and you could play him in your top four. Would I trade Jalen Chatfield? No, <laughs> I would not. Um, but it all depends on what they think they can do with Elias Lindholm after this year. I think Lindholm is the key. A player like that is a key to winning a cup. Gives you right hand. It's all right. We 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 could insert any number of conversations we have had on this podcast about Lindholm. So, yeah, he's great, but I don't think Orlov's part of it. And I think Natchez is going to be a tough trade because I don't see a team wanting to pay him because he's a free agent after the year. So he is a restricted free agent. So he is still maintain his rights. 
but it's still going to be a fairly substantial number. I just don't see it. Uh, maybe, though. So, um, with that said, we got to go. I hope everybody has a wonderful all-star break. And maybe you'll come out to Backyard Bistro on Thursday and hear me talk to the head coach for, let's see, how many games have we had? 48, a few in the preseason. I haven't done all of them for the 50th, 50th time this year. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we'll take, uh, we'll take a break, and we will see everybody after the break. So thank you very much for joining us here on the Cades Quarter Podcast. I am Adam Gold. See ya. You've been listening to the Cades Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. The Cades Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.